Okay, so the last one I'm going to play is, this is following on from the uh, Raga theme. This is Charanjit Singh uh, from his 1982 album, Sit Ten Ragas to a Disco Beat. I think it's sometimes given the title Synthesizing, colon, Ten Ragas to a Disco Beat. Uh, this got did get a reissue reissue in 2010. Uh, I think this is I think this is Raga by Rab we're going to hear. So Raga by Rab and Raga by Rab is a morning raga. Um, interesting. That's interestingly, uh, it's quite hard to find recordings of morning ragas because all of those albums that got released in the 60s and 70s were late night ragas because they thought people wanted to hear this kind of you know profoundly meditative music that they would be listening to late at night and so this came out in 1982 and it makes heavy use of the roland 303 bass synth uh, as well as some other classic uh, house music gear and it's a famous record this 10 ragas to a disco beat because it really seems to anticipate acid house by several years so it was supposed uh, Singh was a composer of Bollywood film music, and this was supposed to be a fairly. He, I think, he, my understanding is he thought that what he was making was a pretty tacky sort of novelty record, like cashing in on the tail end of the disco LP craze. And what he created sort of accidentally completely anticipates Acid House and it and it produces this quite compelling electronic dance music that has this very specific character because it's each track is based on ragas rather than based on blue scales or classic, you know, major or minor scales. So and it's really it's just incredible. It's absolutely incredible that it happens at all, this record. Uh, and it got a reissue in 2010, which meant that lots of people listened to it. And there are some really extraordinary tracks on it. This is the one that gets played most often. I think it's, uh, but it, I don't know why, because I don't, I don't think it's, but I think it's very, very striking. Uh, this is a really striking record. So let's hear a bit of that. I mean, so one of the things that is remarkable about this is there wasn't an, it seems there wasn't an obvious context for this record to be recorded within, i.e. there wasn't necessarily the kind of scene going on in Bombay that we can sort of say was, you know, emerge, you know, clearly un unfolding and accelerating in, in Chicago. Um but I have to also say that I don't really know. I mean, the the the, the title. I mean, the references are off. What that are used for this? The comparison that is made for this record is usually Acid House. But to me, it's more. I mean, and I can see why. It's because it kind of it takes um, this kind of Roland um, baseline, and you know, it explores the way that it kind of can be you know, phased and distorted. And become, you know, much more obviously kind of psychedelic and therefore appropriate to all of the things you've already been saying about raga style uh, playing. But um, but the kind of so there's there's a kind of it has an acid sound, but that also somewhat um, 
possibly underestimates just how um, progressive it was because it was, you know, in a way it was also ahead of house music per se as well. House music didn't break through in Chicago until the very beginning of 1984, uh, even February 1984. There was a point when I knew an awful lot about this because the first book I was supposed to write was supposed to be about history of house music, not not the book that became Love Saves the Day. So this, this record comes in two years ahead of, of house music. But then, you know, the way it sometimes is kind of understood is like how extraordinary this is that it should already be kind of being as, you know, evoking the sound of Acid House and, you know, how ridiculous it should be that it's being compared to disco. But, you know, disco was kind of, you know, in full flow uh, in the Western world, at least until the end of 1979, uh, beginning, you know, I say full flow, it was beginning to slow down, but it was still lots of disco productions were coming out. And we now are much clearer, at least us, you know, who try and follow these things in the West, that, you know, disco had also become a sort of major force in, in you know, not only, you know, you know, continents such as Africa, but also India. Um, so it's not really, you know, it's not that surprising that um, disco is the kind of, is a key reference here. And we do also understand that you know, many if not most early house music producers were, you know, effectively using their Roland gear, their analog Roland gear, um, to try and do their best to reproduce disco, but they just couldn't do it that straightforwardly without having an orchestra or live musicians. So what they come out with was this thing called house music. But disco is kind of remains the reference point. Uh, and the Roland technology was indeed kind of being released at exactly this point. I think it was indeed, you know, around 1982. The thing that delayed Chicago by a couple of years is the fact that when it first came out, it was reasonably expensive. And it was only when the, I think it's, in particular, there was the Yamaha, uh, Yamaha synthesizer that came out in 1983. That was the first digital synthesizer. And that meant that there was a fall in prices in the Roland, the first, you know, this early Roland uh, analog. Um, synthesizer and drum machine kind of gear so then it became cheaper and that was one of the things that enabled Chicago house producers to start doing what they did uh, they weren't Chicago house producers at the time but they soon became Chicago house producers of course um, so yeah so, so it's a familiar record I mean I do I do really love this record um, it it does sound incredibly contemporary um, I sort of also feel that quite a lot of early Chicago house music still also sounds kind of surprisingly fresh. Um, it's uh, more likely to play some of that than, you know, quite a lot of house that's released, say, in the 1990s, where it becomes kind of, and certainly the 2000s, where it becomes kind of slicker and more more polished and more precise and somehow, you know, and, and a thematic we're familiar with is kind of at the same time less engaging. So, yeah, anyway, it's a fantastic record that um, I really love and 